Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. This is Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. The podcast where back of house Ali and front of house Marco talk food and drink. Heads up. These two spent decades in restaurants, so some mature content and language is bound to come up. Get ready for Eat and Drink. Forks up. Hello, good day. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Are you I'm talking great. to me? I am. I am talking right. to you. <laughs> and let that be the last time I ever speak to you directly. <laughs> Listeners, welcome to Eat and Drink. I'm Ali Hassan. And I'm Marco Timpano. Uh, we're going to eat. We're going to drink. We're going to laugh. We're going to giggle. I'm probably going to peek on the microphone. That's something I, 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 I tend to do yeah. from time to time. You're going you're gonna to have a little bulge on your forehead, Marco. Sure. That just sort of... Uh, pulsates every time. That's how I know that I'm peaking. Your face goes a little purple. Your eyes start to dart back and forth like a raccoon who's about to get run over. Yeah. And uh, and then you're, you're the, the vein. You're looking really good these days. How are you I, feeling? I, pre- I, I feel good. Good. I feel good. good. I've been taking care of myself. Good. Let's see how you feel after I make this drink. <laughs> I'm ready to drink. Can I ask you a personal question? Oh, God. All right. All right. Do you know what house you belong to in the world of Harry Potter? No. Are you a Gryffindor? Are you a Slytherin? No, I don't. Are you a Ravenclaw? I'm proud to say. Okay. I'm proud to are say that I have no idea about any of that. I've seen the first movie. That's it. And that's it. I might have seen the second. I don't know. You never... I want my kids to read it. I, re- I really want them yeah. to read it. I want them to develop the imagination. Sure. I, I love the idea of Harry yeah. Potter. I just I don't have the time. Have you read the book? No. Or books? No. They're great. I've heard. They're great. They really are great. I've heard. I really recommend it. With all the fiction and wonderful stuff out sure. there in the world, there's ju- I know there will not be time for Harry Potter. Okay. The only thing is if one of my sons gets into it, because they're the younger guys, yeah. and we start reading it together. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's the hope. Yeah. That's the hope. Yeah. That's a possibility. Because I don't want, because I know you do a lot of reading for your work yeah. for Canada Reads, but you know I don't want to add any more work for you to do. There's the Kama Sutra I haven't read yet. There's a bunch of things. There's, sure. a, there's a long to-do list, you know? So we'll see. Well, let me try to fit it in. Now, uh, did I ruin things for you by not knowing which house I'm no, in? No, no. You didn't at all. Perfect. You didn't at all. Uh, the, the only reason I ask is today I'm going to make a witch's daiquiri. Okay. And, you know, there's witches uh, in the Harry Potter world and just and wizards and to find out which... Uh, House you're in. I happen to be Gryffindor, even though I was hoping for Slytherin. I'm, I always come up Gryffindor. Uh, you wanted to be Slytherin? Slytherin's bad news. No, it? not necessarily. No? Okay. But I think you're Slytherin. Maybe. To, yeah. But anyway, I don't even know whether to take that as a good or bad. You take it as you will. <laughs> you wanted to be Slytherin. I'm Slytherin. I feel like it's a good thing. Good for me. Good for you indeed. Okay, so I'm going to make a witch's daiquiri. And I'm going to use this. They call it the witch's daiquiri because of this liquor here called Liquore Strega. Strega is it's a very uh, impressive yeah, it, bottle. I yeah, have to it say. means witch. Strega, and uh, I got this as a gift, and it's an amaro. So, is it used as a derogatory word if some like uh, some old woman in yeah, uh, you, yeah, could, you, could yeah say, you could you, you could say strega, but sometimes it's used yeah. in an endearing. Uh, way as well. There's a children's book. It's so funny. We're talking about children's book. Uh, this is not a, a cocktail for children, by the way, but uh, <laughs> Strega Nonna is an Italian uh, children's book that has been translated. Grandma in many... Witch. Yeah. And the Befana, who is the Christmas witch, is a Strega and uh, is, a, is a witch. So uh, it's beloved and endeared by uh, Italians all over the world. Uh, so I wanted to make a Strega based uh, cocktail. And uh, once again, Strega is a uh, an amaro, an, an uh, herbal 
Italian digestive, and it's bright yellow in color, and that's because saffron is one of its.、Uh, One of the ingredients in there. There's seventy uh, herbal uh, botanicals in there.、Mm. Saffron being one, mint and juniper berries being three of the more predominant、uh, flavors. So I hope you can taste them. Sure.、Uh, In there, and that's very common with digestives, right? Or digestives,、yes. as you say, some sort of herbal、yeah. um, component to、mm-hmm. it, right? Okay, and it's and it, as the name would suggest, the digestivo or the digestive or digestive is something you would have after your meal to help sort of settle it in your stomach and digest what you just ate. Right. So before would, the tequila shots, yeah, yeah let's get this food down. <laughs> it's time to party. So this particular、uh, take on the daiquiri, daiquiris, of course. Base is rum. It's going to involve one ounce of rum. Yeah, you're using Havana Club. You could use anything. Is this a preferred rum? Or no, I wanted to use a white rum because I felt like this drink has a beautiful color to it. And anything darker, maybe you could use an amber rum, but anything darker than that would be、uh, too dark. So I'm like, I'm going to go go with that. And to be quite honest with you, this bottle is almost killed. So I figured, let me kill the bottle. Absolutely. So one ounce of rum. Then I got. Two thirds of an ounce of strega. I'm glad the the objective of this show is to help you,、uh, you know, reduce inventory in your home. <laughs> two ounces. Oh, so it's two to one、uh, strega to strega to、uh, to rum. Yeah, because this this particular this particular、uh, amaro has a very、uh, definitive botanical taste, so、mm-hmm. you probably don't want to overdo it. And then I notice you got some. There's orange here. There's lemon here. What was this again? The thing I call sperm every time, but, but it's not. No, that、is、one's a, that one's lemon juice. Oh, one is one is orange juice. juice.、Okay. Yeah. And then you've got the cherries that I love from last time. Yeah, those are the、uh, amarena cherries. Amarena cherries. So, so this is there's going to be a lot of flavor happening here. I wonder if I'll be able to. I'm going to smell this.、Uh, yeah. Here. Let's see. If I and I'm going to be using、up. this. Remember, we used this. Where the orgiat? Yeah, orgiat is a sweet syrup made from almonds, sugar, and rose water or orange. Orange blossom water, and we need、uh, a third of this. I guess just to well, sweeten it up. I just smelt the strega, and、um, I mean, basically medicinal. I mean, if somebody gave me this yeah, in a teaspoon,、yeah. I'd be like, oh, whatever ails me,、uh, I'll be better by morning. And a lot of these, actually, it's it's、yeah. interesting that you should say that, Ali, because a lot of these amari, these digestivos, were made by. Franciscan monks or monks as a tonic、right. to help、uh, with ailments and stuff. So you're not wrong there, my friend. You're not wrong. No, no. I, I'm. In fact, I, you've probably mentioned that on the show, or maybe、uh, I picked that up somewhere else in my travels. You know that these are often. Um, because of these herbs and whatever tinctures and things that you call them, you know, they are、uh, they're meant to、uh, cure you. You know, like in in India, Pakistan, you put cloves at the back of your mouth if you have a toothache, and that's really supposed to help. That you can't meet anybody in North America who's ever known anything about that. But these, so you know, then you put them in these beverages, and you you're like, oh, maybe it's for a toothache or something like that. Maybe it isn't. You're gonna shake half ounce、gonna... of lemon, half ounce of orange juice. I'm gonna shake. Yeah. And then I'm gonna get you to put、uh, one cherry on one of those one picks. One cherry on one of these picks, and Marcos bought some beautiful bronze picks and a nice strainer. Oh, I almost dropped. And these cherries, by the way, if there's any way you can get one of these cherries in your life, I will strongly, strongly suggest it. All right. So here's what I'm excited about. Not yet. Not yet.、Um, this fine strainer. So I bought this fine strainer so that it would strain any of the pulp out from this drink from the two citruses that we used.、Mm-hmm. Uh, And now you can put not in it, but on top. So like just, this over. You、it? got it. You got it, my、okay. friend. That's exactly how 
uh, it should be done. I'm going to put it just a little bit more in the middle. That is the cocktail, my friend, which is daiquiri. All right. So I hope you enjoy it. I feel like anyone who uh, likes a citrus botanical touch of sweet cocktail, this is for them. Because some people do like a hint of uh, sweetness, but not too much. And so we're not using simple syrup here. We're using the orgeat, and that is going to be sweet, but with a bit of almond. And uh... very, very refreshing. Okay. Very, very nice. And I can taste some of the stuff that I smelt from the um, strega. Let me let me have a sip there. Absolutely. Uh, in fact, when I went to buy these cocktail uh, picks, the person I bought them from, I was like, she's like, oh, what cocktail are you going to make? I said, uh, which is daiquiri? And they're like, I've never heard of it. And I'm like, think daiquiri family, add strega and orange juice. And she's like, okay, okay. And daiquiris, I think a lot of people, similar to margaritas, people probably think about like a frozen slush type of uh uh, arrangement, you know? Yeah, like, those are those are the cor- sort of commercial in the TGIF bars yes. or in the moxies that, that you know, you want to make it all icy and whatnot, or you go to a all-inclusive and they do it like that. Yeah. That's 90% sugar, and that's not what a true daiquiri and is. And that's why I bring it up. I wanted to give you the opportunity yeah. to shit on those. Yeah. We went to... So the daiquiri is from Cuba. And it was Ernest Hemingway's favorite drink or one of his favorite drinks. And there's a bar in Cuba, I can't remember the name, where supposedly he drank the daiquiris and we went there. And you can imagine it's rum, uh, lime juice, sugar or simple syrup, shake, cold, enjoy. And when you're in the hot sun and you need that little bit of like almost like a Gatorade mm. with a kick, you know, that the, it, it, it tickles your electric, electric lights. Yeah. That's the drink you want. I actually, uh, this thing has summer written all over yeah. it. We're we're in uh, late March in in Canada right now. Mm-hmm. This thing fast forwards time. It but, really is. Even uh, despite the fact that you've got something named after a horrible uh, you creature, know, yeah. Uh, but can you tell that this would make a great after dinner drink in particular? Like it looks like the kind of drink that you could have, like oh, before you eat. But I feel like this because of the medicinal sort of tastes in there sure, or the sure. botanicals. Well, it's a majority digestif, so yeah, yeah for sure, it should be after yeah. dinner. Why not? Nice. You nice. did it again. Buddy. Listen, You've which is daiquiri. I'm glad. I'm glad you like it. But, but yeah, th- that me. brings up uh, something that you just spoke about. Yeah. Will most people not know what this is? Like, yes. Where do you get? The, oh, is that right? This is not part of the 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 the, the, um, the handbook, the lexicon. No, this isn't bartender. one of those classic. Co- the daiquiri, yes. This is a version of, and I basically wanted to use the strega, so I typed in strega cocktails. Yes. And this one came up, and it seemed interesting. And I was like, oh, you know what? I get to use the orgeat that I have. Uh, rum I always have. And then I was like, I just need to get, and, and it, it looked just, looked really pretty with the single cherry on top. And I was like, oh, you know, this is a, a nice drink. And I, I looked at it and I thought, you know, I know you don't like sweet drinks, but I know you like citrus doesn't bother you. And I, I thought it. if there's anything you could appreciate, cause some people don't love Amados. Uh, I think you would appreciate the flavors of this one, Serega. That's why I was like, I think, I think Ali would like I it. I appreciate you thinking about what I would appreciate. Unfortunately, Uh-oh. as we move on to the food world, yes, you may not appreciate oh, what's coming no. next. I don't know. I don't hey. know. It's going to be a tough one. All right. It's well, not for everybody, what I'm about to introduce you to. I see that you just grabbed the stega and you're drinking it out of my jigger. Well, <laughs> very possessive of your jigger. Oh, well, listen, uh, you've got to be possessive of, of uh, your j- jigger. I, uh, I did. I, man, this reminds me of something and I don't know what it is. This is like, I, I, it. It's weird to say. This reminds me of my youth or something. I don't know what wow. this is. 
illicit youth in in Montreal. What's yeah. what I find fascinating is Strega on its is own this? is very particular, and not everyone enjoys it. It's something that's very Italians will like it, and it's even a licorice. It's got a licorice yes. kind of flavor. It's going to have an And that's why it reminds me of my youth. Okay. Because somebody would always bring, you know, black jelly beans or something. Yeah, it's the anise that's coming really forward. And I uh, I really like it in this form. Oh, <laughs> you, I find this fascinating because Streg, I would say, is one of the least popular amados in a bar on its own. It's okay. used in cocktails, but in North America and other parts of the world, it's not the most popular. It's certainly used for uh, cocktails. But if someone's going for a amato in a bar, unless you're really into amatos, generally speaking, that's not the one you're going to go for. Italians, especially people in the Naples area, because this is from Benevento, about a, an hour from Naples, will drink this like you just did. So I'm curious, because of its flavor, if you think this would resonate with South Asians. I really think it would. Wow. I think it would. Asians and South Asians. Anybody okay. who has, um, you know, star anise, you mm-hmm. use that in uh, different like palafs sure. and curries and stuff like that. I think this would be great. I've got good news for bartenders worldwide. I'm coming to help you uh, finish your stock of strega, everybody, you if you even uh, care to buy it. But I, uh, I'm i in. I'm interested. I like it. What did you say it was? It is Anise, and then did you say juniper berries? So it has 70, oh. 70 botanicals. Oh, but God. the star okay. ones that yeah. I guess they people have been able to uncover because it's yeah. kept you know top secret would be the saffron. You can see it in yeah. the actual color of it because it has a saffron kind of oh, look so to right it. Right away, that's already endearing it to South Asians and, mm. and Persians. And yeah, yeah, okay, mint, yeah, and uh, juniper berries. Okay. So, like, like it, it would pair well with gin as well because yeah. gin's base is juniper berries. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Ah, Good. I like it. On ice, that would be something special. Okay, great. All right. So, so let's get to food. Yes, let's do that. Now, uh, as I said, I don't know your feelings about this product. Oh, it, I know what it is. Do I you can know see what it is? Yeah, it's okra. It's okra. It's okra. Okay. So, either okra. Or okro, depending on oh, really? in, the, in the in the West Indies, uh, often in Trinidad you hear okro, um, ladies' fingers, which is an insult to ladies' fingers. Sure, I think. sure. You're met a lady with these uh, fingers. Oh, I don't you, know. If you have fingers like that, you're probably a strega. Right. Uh, <laughs> great callback. Thank you. And also, Marco uh, sounds like he's being uh, pretentious and judgy, but he's a hand model. You're uh, right. I don't know if everybody we haven't mentioned that in quite some time. You're a hand model, so you're going to judge these harshly. But also, you should. No lady should have fingers that look so, like that. Remember, we mentioned uh, a couple of weeks ago that we were at pa- PodCamp and we did a panel discussion, right? Yes. Somebody came to me afterwards and said, "Are you Marco Timpano, the hand model?" Stop. I swear. I swear to you. And I said, "Yeah." And I was thinking, oh, maybe she looked up my. And she's like, "I listened to the Humble and Fred podcast, and." They, you know, when you're on, you always talk, or Humble Howard always talk, Humble, makes me talk sure, about it. Bring it up. Okay. Yeah. And so I'm like, I can't believe that, right? That's and she's great. like, I just wasn't sure if you were the same person. I'm like, <laughs> oh, how many? But it was really funny that that, that came up. Uh, I love it that you'd be recognized for yeah. your hand model. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. All right. So this is, a, this is an affront to, to hand models sure. everywhere, I'm sure. <laughs> now, and then, of course, from your time in New Orleans, you yeah. would know this as... Uh, okra? Gumbo. gumbo. Well, it's in gumbo, gumbo, right? Yeah. It's yeah. But, it's become, but it's not it, called gumbo. No, it no, was, no. though. It was. It actually, was? It, this was gumbo. And then everything around it came. Yeah, this is what oh, my sorry. I didn't know that. Well, let me, uh, let me explain. Here's the thing. thing. So Amanda loves okra. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. Like, I've, I've had it once or twice. It hasn't okay. spoken to me. So I'm it's, curious. It's one now. of these things. If you have it bad, 
if you have it made right. mushy, which yeah. many Indians and Pakistanis, shout out to all the terrible cooks out there. Right. Uh, many of you them said it, not overcook me. it. No, but many people overcook it. Right. There's, and what happened was, and now shout out to the great Indian and Pakistani yes. cook, my friend's mother, who is from Goa, they make a shrimp and okra curry, kind of in a, in a coconut uh, milk curry, you know? And that was the first time I tried crunchy okra. Okay. And it was in this almost like a soup type of thing. Yeah. It's so much curry, so much sauce. And I was like, are you even allowed to do this? Is this is this possible? Is this allowed? I mean, is, is am I am I am I able to eat this? Mm-hmm. Is this going to digest? Like I had eaten so much mushy okra in my life wow. at that time, and and reluctantly, I might add, because it can get slimy, right? I know that's it's, the so thing. It's, it's slimy like... and mushy when it's overcooked. It's a mess. No, it's a, yeah. So okay, so I'm curious. This I'm curious. So what right is here. this? First of all, before. so this is like a stir fried. Indian spiced okra with okay. some cherry tomatoes right. for some sweetness. Here's how you're going to eat it. Let okay. me just show you what's going to happen. You're going to take a little piece like this. If you want to take a cherry tomato in there, just be careful. It'll squeeze out. Right. This. Okay. There you go. Hmm. There it is. Okay. See so I'm going to sh- I'm going to send a shout out to all the the Sri Lankan uh, chefs and cooks out there because you you didn't mention them in your in your tour of South Asian. Uh, Chefs, is that cool? Why are you gonna call me out like that? Listen, huh? because you, you know yeah. I, our Sri Lankan listeners are like, "What about us, man?" You guys right. are the best. Okay, you so I'm taking great. two. So this is uh, this is where we want to be. That's yeah. the person you want to be. Is that okay? Go ahead. All right, let's see. Of course it is. Now, listeners who are uh, listening and potentially Sorry. bothered by this, there's a lot of crunch happening. That for me is the key. It should have some crunch. It should no. have some integrity, and uh, and it should have a lot of flavor. Here's what I can tell you. First of all, the, the, the spice is on point. Listen, I, you know, I, I hate to give you a compliment, so. but the, spice, <laughs> the spices you used here are on point and really compliment this dish. You know what However, it tastes to me? Yes. It tastes like something I don't like, but this I like compared to that. So it tastes like green bell peppers to me. Oh, yeah. Terrible. Which I don't love, right? But this has this has... Everything that I don't like about green peppers is extracted from it. The only thing worse than green pepper. For you don't me, like green peppers either. The worst thing, only thing worse than green pepper is cooked green pepper. Yeah. Like you just take something that is just like so bland and and uh, useless, and then you made it worse somehow. This has a tang to it too. It does, and I'll tell you what okay. that is. That is something called amchur, which people from uh, who who cook with a lot of uh, South Asian spices would know. Amchur is mango powder, green mango, oh. the tart mango, dried and then made into a powder, and it's very tangy. You can add it at the end of the dish, but often it's added at the very end because otherwise it'll w- will it get? Um... Well, it won't be as tangy okay. at the end, right? It'll still impart yeah, some flavor. Yeah, I can but... taste that tang, my friend. I yeah. can taste so that. So it's tang. really in the last minute of cooking oh. that I, I sort of sprinkle that on. And where would you use that particular? You know, we got to do an episode with just South Asian spices that people might not know. That's a long but, episode, my friend. But a four-parter. <laughs> four-parter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one whole month yeah, dedicated exactly. just to that. No, but this is this is fantastic. When you have one with a cherry tomato as well, I think you'll also feel like having okay. that little bit of sweetness in. Cherry tomatoes What's also the, added. The lime for the I... lemon was there if you needed it, but as as you mentioned yourself, it is already tangy yeah, from the you, immature. You but, don't uh, need it. You don't need it, my friend. I think part of the problem with uh, okra for me is it's never made on its own. It's always it, I always have it in something, right? And I think, like you said, it's not crunchy; it's mushy, yeah. And so it's kind of like 
when you get uh, something really mushy with other things that have some character or bite to it, yeah. it kind of stands out not for the right reasons. Sure. So here are my tips on okra. Please. Number one, you wash it and you make sure it's 100% dry. You lay it out on dish towels for as long as you can until it's fully dry. Do you salt it like eggplant? You know how sometimes you salt eggplant to get the to remove the water? No, that's going to make it mushy. Okay. Eggplant, you want mushy. This you don't want okay. mushy. So you do. I don't salt it beforehand. Okay, good. So make sure it's absolutely dry. Absolutely. Make sure it's absolutely dry. Then when you trim it, trim it quickly and trim it in uh, in, in big chunks. Like I, I cut it lengthwise. And then for ones that were very long, I cut it one more time in half. So each okra, if it was very big, gave me four, four pieces. If it was smaller, it would have given me two pieces. That's the whole thing. It's not a pretty vegetable. It's not pretty. We, no. Yeah, no. But we, this way, at least it looks presentable. Yeah. Like it has... Uh, an interesting look versus the look like you're like, mm, I'm back and I'm not away sure from if that. I want yeah. that. Exactly. And I think when they're cut um, sort of in, in many strips um, uh, width wise, yes. when they're cut into you know slices, I think you see the insides of it and it becomes a little bit more unappealing. Um, this, I, I don't know, with the spices all around it, I think it's wonderful. So make sure they're dry. Uh, have like clean slits. I, I've noticed when people go really slowly through it, you can see like that the sort of the mucusy, sticky inside right. kind of like pull across it. Make quick, clean slits. Make sure it's dry, and um, make the spice uh, base first. Add the okra to it and cook it, and 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 leave this this amazing vegetable its integrity. Right. Leave it its crunch, and I'm telling you, there's there's really nothing like it. Okay, two things. One, this mucusy kind of thing you just described. It's yes. a viscosity, something like yes. aloe vera. Would you say is that a good way to describe yeah, it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Versus so mucus, I think it's a better. Is, okay. Uh, mucilaginous. Okay, well, that's even worse, uh, to be honest I mean, with you. I know. It is, it, it's either goo, slime, or mucilaginousness. Oh, fuck, so, man. yeah, it's, it's all bad news. It's not pretty. Uh, um, but in India, it's uh, it, it's cooked like this. It can be pickled. Uh, people will eat it raw. They'll put it in salads. It is much more versatile than I think we give it credit for. I thought it was a south, southern U.S. vegetable. I didn't realize Another that. another thing they stole from us. That's oh, all. Man. That's all it is. I don't even know if that's mm. true. But uh, I will say that, you know what? I have it up here. It is uh, geographical origin. Yeah. West African, Ethiopian, South Asian. Oh, so, yeah, go. stolen from the uh, tropical and subtropical regions. The second thing I want to say about this, and I know you're going to you're going to criticize me for this, I but so. I'm going to I'm going to bring this to my culture here. Yes. I could see this put into a panino. With mortadella, with you know, like you, wow. where you would put in pickled eggplant or pickled yeah, yeah, some yeah, other yeah. pickled veg, in this a, would in be a, pickled, like ex- exactly the way you did it here wow. with these spices, with meat, soprasata, this yeah. in a panino with a bit of cheese. For me, this brings that little bit of uh, tang, yeah. that little bit of uh, sweetness or vegetable flavor to oh, it. I think that would. That would complement that so nicely, my friends. But I like think this, your paisan, your yeah. paisanos would probably punch you in the face. Listen, they can and, do what they, they want. And they can do what they want. Yeah. But uh, and and of course, I'd be there to sort of uh, sort of cheer them on. But uh, I think that's great. I'm glad you like it that much. That you're seeing other ways to. Uh, to but couldn't you see it. this in a sandwich? In a sandwich, even like in I a, don't, I don't see it with the mortadella the way. Okay, you so do. like let's say let's say a Montreal smoked meat meat sandwich where you would have pickles. This no, I don't see that. No, I don't see it. Ah, you got a problem, no, man. I got a problem. Huh? You got a problem. You don't think so? Where you would put. Where you would put where where one would put uh, green peppers in or roasted red peppers? You know how you have a roasted red pepper veal sandwich? Yes. This. Okay. I I agree. 
But I would rather have it pickled okay. than have it with all these Indian spices because then they kind of get lost there. I like the crunch idea. I like okay. the idea of this texture being in a sandwich. I'm with you. Okay. I just think these Indian spices would get lost opposite the, okay, all this other enough. big fair bunch enough. of bread and stuff like that. See, where I think our cultures work well together. You, on the other hand. Like you're trying your best. You know, you're like an intermediary between these and two the warring. Yeah. And your and your These classically uh, warring cultures, the <laughs> Italians and the Pakistanis. I mean, it's uh, history uh, will show you how how much we've been at each other's throats. Not true, by the way. If anybody's falling for that, uh, anyway, I'm glad I introduced this to you in a, in a in a positive light. What turned you to like okra? Because it sounds to me like you were never a fan. Sounds to me like you weren't listening to me uh, ten minutes ago when okay. I told you that my mother, my 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 friend's mother, yeah. Auntie Lydia. Yeah. Auntie shout out Lid, to her. Yeah. Shout out to Auntie Lyd. Made a Goan shrimp and okra curry. But prior to that, you said you prior had to that a... I hated it. Yeah. It's mush. It was slime right. and mush. Who likes slime and mush? And having that curry um, led me down this path of realization that, oh, okay, I didn't even know it could be eaten raw. So this was like as close to raw as possible. Like okay. crunchy. This is still raw. Can I eat this? I, you know, I, I, you, I, what can I think of? Like, you wouldn't eat eggplant raw. Right. Right? Yeah. You, you have to prepare it in some way. Now, you some can't, people you can't might, like, but no, it was no. that kind of uh, inconceivable right. thing to me that okra could ever be anything other than a mush. And I just said, I don't like it. That's, the, that's all I know. Little did I know. You could have this in white rice. Like yes. plain white rice or jasmine rice, where, 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 the, where the rice is just the backdrop for the star, which is the okra. That's right. Yeah. And my wife liked this so much that she was in uh, the grocery store this morning yeah. and texted me. I missed the text. I was in the shower. I come out of the text. The first text was like, should I buy more okra? Three minutes later, never mind. I bought it. There you go. Because she just she wants this again. So that's uh, that's great. And again, my wife grew up the same way I did. Sure. Being served mushy okra yeah. to this day, doesn't particularly care for it. But I think this preparation, this presentation is fantastic. Uh, any tips if you're for our listeners who might not be okra, you know, know what to look for when they're buying okra? When you are buying it, uniform color. If it has uh, any blemishes on it, not a good color. Okay. So, so sometimes you get packaged, prepackaged okra. You're almost better off getting it sort of, you know, when it's in an open bin and you can pick the ones that uh, you pick ones that, 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 that are sort of clean, not super fuzzy outside. OK. And uh, and also that are um, a uniform in color. It's it's sort of a light green color. And that's uh, that's what you want. Thank and you then, for that, because uh, I wouldn't wash. have known that. OK. I would have just went and put my mitt in there, pulled out like, a, you know, Your those mitt. machines that you try to win a fuzzy animal. And, you know, there's something else that I learned that uh, when I when I was looking up okra, which yeah. I did not know, I've never had. Okra has greens. Like, uh, you know, uh, what, what, you know the way uh, dandelions have or greens. Beet and greens, beet or greens or like, like the, radish the, greens yeah. that we've talked about, that I've talked about quite passionately on the show. Okra has greens that can also be stir-fried and cooked, which I've never had, but I certainly hope I get to, oh, to uh, try that someday. Yeah, that they come without the leaves when they, by the time they get here, from what I know. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, that's that's okra. L- listen, I I'm was not expecting this. As a as a food food item, yes, and I'm really impressed, my friend. Great stuff. Yeah, man. get out there, make your gumbo, uh, do whatever you got to do. Just keep it crunchy, and and you can find the recipe for this particular one on our uh, show notes. And if you don't have some of the spices that you're going to list that are in this, what would you say? What would well, be the exactly what you were doing, you were reaching yeah. for the lime. I yeah. think that lime really 
really brightens up these sort of earthier spices that I use. Sure. Cumin, coriander, and turmeric and all that. Uh, but I think it's worth it to go and find yourself a little bit of uh, mango powder. I'm sure. It's really, really great. Okay. So there you go. Look for that. While... Uh... While you're looking for that, I'm putting on my head, my, uh, my blindfold. Here we go. Here we go. What's in Marco's mouth? That's right. What's in Marco's mouth? It's nothing dirty. Willie guessing, Willie messing. Let's find out. What's in Marco's mouth? Let's oh, get this guy now. You're not going to enjoy everything today. You know, you'd think I'd have half a brain to bring water with me because I I lament about it every single week. We do this, I forget to bring water. Half a brain, bud. Half a brain, my friend. Half. That's all you need. That's all you need. If I was Uh, a Slytherin, I would would have water with me. Gryffindors, no. We're still we're still talking about that stuff. Huh? Yeah, we are. Okay, so we are. Here... You need to take your. I I want to know next time what house you belong to, even though you've never you've never read a book. I'm gonna ask a friend. I'm gonna okay. ask uh, one of my close buddies, who's cool. a super super nerd. Text him now. Uh, okay, I'll do that. And uh, listeners, you tell us what house you're in. Tweet us podcast eat drink, or take a picture. And tweet us our Instagram us podcast yeah. drink, and uh, also give us a five star uh, review on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you listen, because it really helps our podcast. And I feel like we have a lot of listeners from all over the world, but they're a little bit mm, lazy when it comes to giving us a, a, a review, right? Review and su- subscribe, I think, is what people. We're putting our heart, hearts out on the line here. People. Yeah, listen. come on. Hmm? Uh, Marco, here's uh, here's the uh, the tip. So Marco is blindfolded. Yep. He is waiting, hand outstretched. Okay. So it's going um, in my hand. You know it is, but oh, here's here's shit. here's your first hint. Okay. I would say um, hold it within two within two fingers oh, oh. and just eat the sort of oh. tip of it. Just okay. So tip. here's eat the tip. Yeah. Here's your thumb. Get your thumb up, and you're holding. You're now holding the base of it. And uh, the tip of it, just get it to your mouth and just like take a little. How much bit. of the tip, do? How much of the tip am I, am I biting just, just on? Just the tip, buddy. Just D- the tip. Buddy, this is, not, this is not fun. Take a tiny bite off the top. It's not super spicy or anything, but it's, uh, it's to be uh, you know, consumed in moderation. That's your second hint. It's to be consumed in moderation. I don't know, man. I feel like this is dangerous. Okay, so it's got like a celery-like... Um, Texture and feel to it, but it's got more of a astringent pepperiness to it. I'll be honest with you. I'm here to stump you today, buddy. Oh, damn it. I'm, I'm tired of all your uh, half successes. I wanted a full stump. So that's Can I eat more of the tip? Yeah. Or, or yeah, yeah. am I Can, fucked if I eating. go further? No, continue eating. If I was to pop this in my mouth, what would happen to me? I mean, you, you see the flavor. If you think you can do that, go I can ahead. handle shit like this. Okay, I wouldn't take the whole thing in my mouth though. I'd, uh, I'd relax on that. No, you, no need to be a hero today. Okay. I can give you hints, and okay. as I'm giving you hints, okay. maybe some of our listeners will be like, "I bet I know what it is." Normally, this is found in powdered form. That's number one. Okay. Number two, it um, it's going to stain your fingers. Okay. Okay. So I'm picturing something yellowy. Um, from its flavor, it has a peppery, astringent, almost um, uh, tannic quality to it because it feels like it's taken away all the saliva from my mouth. So it gives me that sort of feel of tannins that you have in, in strong, bold wines. Um, 
And it's kind of, I love that. I don't know how I got this lucky, but I just love that Marco, poor Marco gets to sit there blindfolded talking about all the saliva being robbed out of his mouth while I'll st- while I'm still sipping on this witch's daiquiri over here. Okay, so any other hints? I'm going to pop this whole thing on my mouth as well. But the last thing I do... Oh, no, it might give me the... I, I'm going to tell no, you okay. not, oh, to, not to do it. Okay. Don't be a hero, buddy. Okay, okay? just relax. Um, powdered form. Powdered form, typically. Mm-hmm. Um, most people will have only seen it in powdered form in their life. Mm-hmm. Stain your fingers. Yep, stain my fingers. Use prevalent, prevalently in oh, I South know. Asian I know cooking. what it is. Yeah? I totally know what it is. What is it? It's a root... Yes. I think it's going to stain my fingers yellow, and it's turmeric. It's like- It is yeah. fresh turmeric, yes, man. my buddy. Yes, ah. man. I, I fucking knew it. I, I mean, your hints help me. Damn it. If I didn't- uh, You took big chunks oh. out of that, buddy. Oh. You took big chunks I, I should have said it had a carrot, a carrotness to it. Like it has a, that root- the crunch of a that, carrot. That yeah, root it's like a carrot feel. meets a ginger type yeah, of Yeah, that's thing. exactly yeah. that. And yeah. I thank you, because yes. I took a bigger bite. If I would have put that in my mouth, I, I would not have been- I, I Thank you for the warning. <laughs> All I did was- and so uh, for people who don't know turmeric, oh. I used to... That was to, a big piece. Thank you. Big piece. Thank you for not letting me put that all, all in my if mouth. If I ever say no need to be a hero, yeah. I mean that uh, with oh all my, my heart. Oh, my God. I used to uh, be a caterer. For, for 12 years, I was a caterer. One of my big things that I make were uh, baby samosas. We called them samositas. In the mixture, in the filling of, some of the samosita, <laughs> which is daiquiri to the rescue. Oh, shit. In the, the the stuffing of these samosas was turmeric cooked in, but my fingers would be yellow for about three to four days. Pretty unappealing stuff, but it's when you're rolling 200 to 300 samositas. Yeah. That's how it goes. Well, there you go, It's buddy. not a bad flavor. It's, it's, it's not bad. It tastes like it's incredibly good for you, yeah. and that's because it is. And uh, this is the form it takes. So one thing I used to do when I ran a Malaysian restaurant with my buddy, we would make a paste out of fresh turmeric right. and uh, and a few other spices, and we would coat uh, chunks of fish in it, and we would wow. we would um, steam the fish in banana leaves. That was one of my favorite things to do with this fresh turmeric. It looks like ginger. So I, is it a, a, a it's exact a rhizome? A, exactly. A rhizome, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly right. It's like pencil thin. Not as fat mm-hmm. as ginger. You can get that's probably the fattest piece that you'll okay. ever see here, as big as your you thumb. Know, thumb, let's say, yeah. yeah. But generally, it's as it's more like your pinky finger. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what kind of sausage fingers our uh, listeners are operating sure. with, but generally, picture a normal human being's pinky finger. That's what you're looking at, or uh, between that and a pencil, basically. And that is the answer that Karen Anderson has been wanting for about seven months now. To what do you call it? A rhizome is the correct. Uh, term for this type of yeah. uh, root or vegetable or whatever you want to yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, spice, yeah, let's yeah, say. Yeah, 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 root. Uh, because yeah. we talked about ginger and I had said ri- ribosome and then we were like back and forth and she said, so what is it? And so seven, eight it's months later, we're, we're getting back it's to her. Is that, wow, it's been a while. Yeah, okay, it's been a while. Well, thank you for your patience, Karen. Oh, I'm so, I'm, I gotta say, I'm kind of thrilled that I got it. Now, you did give me hints. But you say, but 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 it just made me happy. I'm, I mean, look, I give it to you fully because I didn't think you were going to get it at all, and then I was going to mock you for being like all the hints I gave you. You still couldn't. Anyway, good I for connected you. with my inner wizard slash witch. Yeah, and I figured it out. Good for you. Yeah, this is great. You know what? I love I love uh, the theme that that kind of came through because this was strong, stringent. It has that pepperiness to it, and I yeah. think it all it all works well. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're tied in the sense that they're both bold flavors, and yeah. they're not for everybody. No. A lot of people don't like turmeric either, like especially 
people will be like, oh, I heard it's good for you. Mm. And then they'll put it in a smoothie and ruin their smoothie. Or or sure. put it in a, in a lentil dish and just add too much and it just takes over. It's got a radishy quality too it's to it. You know what you could do too? You could uh, finally yes, find it in a sandwich with mortadella. No, no thank you. No, Martin. no, 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 my friend. Finally grate that or grate it on the finer uh, part of the grate. I, you had me at finely grate. Okay. But not with like a rasp, but with a proper grater. Okay. You take just a little bit of that and incorporate it into a salad that has a lot of different sort of flavors oh, too, like you would a radish. But I would like never less. think yeah. that and I think I'm with you. Yeah. Because I like bitter greens of sure. all kinds, watercress and, and uh, arugula. Mm-hmm. And um, I love bitter, you know, radish greens and sure. bitter greens. So why wouldn't that go on a yeah. salad? That's a good call. Yeah, there you go. Okay. All right, my friends, that was Eat and Drink. When you see us, uh, if you see us soon, we will have stains on yeah. our fingers. Yeah, look probably. at that. It looks like we're bad smokers. Remember how smokers <laughs> oh, used God, to get so disgusting. The, those, the fingers, the, and then and then the men with the mustaches. Oh, if they had a white mustache, yeah, it'd they had be like little yellow orange thing yeah, above their upper lip. Anyway, fingers. God bless you all. You're probably not alive anymore <laughs> if you uh, if you smoke that way. But, but God bless you all. Um, fresh turmeric. I recommend you know, go to an Asian store, Indian store, uh, seek it out in small quantities. Uh, look it up. See what things you can do with it, even if it's just a, a chunk in a, in a smoothie, even if it's just that. It is so good for you. It is, is cleansing. I mean, Indians will tell you that it's good for your blood pressure as well. And there's so much stuff that now we're learning. Sure. Uh, even though Indians do this for years, here in the Western world, we're like, oh, ginger, anti-inflammatory, turmeric, good for A, B, C, D. Uh, it's great for your health and it's something to look into. Yeah, for sure. And if you're on blood thinners, be careful if you take turmeric pills. Oh, yeah. Turmeric pills because yeah. uh, they can... Uh, Bitter melon and uh, and turmeric are both, uh, yeah, cleansing yeah. for the blood. Uh, that's a blood thinning. Exactly. Well, thank you, my friend. That was, Good. That was what a nice fun, walk man. down uh, South Asian lane over yeah. here. Huh? I'll right. walk down that lane any t- day of the week. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Ali Hassan. I'm Marco Timpano. Until we eat again. We hope you got your fill of Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Eat Drink. Email them your cocktail and food suggestions to podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Until the next episode, bottoms up.